What's up, what's up guys? Today we are vibing out with my very good friend, Mara Brenner. Mara and I met quite a while ago. We were both studying abroad in Barcelona. We were crazy kids to say the least. Later in life, we reunited for a different purpose. I was leading a yoga retreat and Mara decided she wanted in on this. Tulum 2017 is where I personally would say is when I saw Mara's spirituality radiate. I wanted Mara to tell her story for herself, so I'm gonna pass it along to you, babe. Tell us about where to begin. What made you come to that first Tulum trip? Well, honestly, I saw that my friend Gabby posted in our group chat that she was going to Tulum in a villa with girls, and I was like, I'm in. So I didn't know <laughs> that it was anything about manifestation or what this was. And I got there and everybody was meditating and asking the universe. And I was like, well, these girls are nuts. But I just went with the flow. And even till the last day, there was a sound bath that we went to, which I was fully unprepared with. I was like in a dress and like not prepared to like lie down and meditate and let loose. But something in my body shifted that night. And I went home back to LA and was all gung-ho on manifestation. Even though I fully didn't, understand what it was I was just raving about manifestation and funny enough I started attracting crazy things into my life like from big projects for work um and like people and roommate my roommate my my apartment to little things like free Starbucks and that's when my spirituality journey began that's amazing so with that being said since we're talking about manifestation which is the vibe why don't you tell everyone who you were before you started this journey, where you went to school, where you grew up, the kind of vibe of a human you were. I know all of these things, but let everyone else know because I'm sure it's very relatable to many. So I grew up in Long Island um, and then I never, uh, I like, always loved warm weather. I thought I'd go to Miami, but I ended up at Indiana University, which was awesome. I met some of my best friends forever. And Indiana really shaped me to like understand who I am socially. And that really helped me develop. And um, I always knew that I was not cut out for the corporate world or at least office life graduating. So I subconsciously manifested three jobs since then <laughs> that were remote. I was always working from home. I've never went into an office, um, but I was back and forth between New York and LA for a year because my boyfriend was living in LA and that's when I was hanging out with Alexa. We lived in the same building. <laughs> same building as my boyfriend. What are the chances? Right above Air One. Literally, she would like come, <laughs> he would like go to work and then she would like come upstairs and hang out with me and then he'd come home from work and she'd leave me and then she'd come back the next day. It was, it was good times. Was really good, good times. Time. Good time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up moving to New York City for two and a half years and my life was great. I lived in an amazing apartment. I was right near my CrossFit gym. It was great. I was working remotely, but I still was not feeling the environment. So fast forward, ended up breaking up with my boyfriend and moving to LA and hanging out with new people and meeting new people. And that's when I think things started to really shift for me because I started getting away from, you know, the, the New York scene, the Long Island scene mm -hmm. and meeting people from all over the world in different belief systems and different values and and then it just, my, the universe kind of just guided me from there. And I need to ask you, what made you, and we'll get to, this is going to be something we're going to circle back to and for from, but you left your job and you moved to Southeast Asia for three months. What, before we talk about Southeast Asia, what made you actually leave the job? 
Like, what was that final turning point that you said, no more, I can't do this, I'm living my life? Okay, so, like, the final turning point. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I was signed up to, I just broke up with my boyfriend, and I had all these, I had all my summer plans wiped. So, I was trying to fill up all my summer plans. So, I booked a trip to, to Greece, and then I tri- trip, booked a trip to Bali. But after I got back from Greece, and I was going to Bali, and my boss called me, and he's like, what are you doing? You're going to Bali? You just got back from Greece. And I was like, I got the vacation days. I don't understand the problem. <laughs> and he's like, we really need to talk about your priorities. And I already had been plotting, building my own online business and working for myself for months and months and months. So, but I, I was kept postponing it because I was working remotely. It wasn't that bad, but this was the final tipping point. So I went to Bali on this 10 day retreat and it was in Ubud. And then we extended the weekend in Changu. And I was had an aha moment and I was like, drop the mic. This is where I belong in Changu in Bali. <laughs> and I literally got home and I was like, I need to quit my job already. But I was already on thin ice with my boss mm-hmm. anyway. We both were kind of on the same page that like, I need, he even said to me, he's like, you're a hippie. You yeah, need to go like, do more You gotta leave. <laughs> so I just, I was like, this is the universe pushing me to do it now and not postpone it for another six months to a year. Right. So... Again, this is going to be an episode where we're going to jump back and forth. But when I taught the yoga retreat that Amara came on, at the end of the retreat, you write yourself a letter and get it sent back to you in three months. And in that letter, you write three things that you hope to manifest. So for myself, it was, I hope to be healthy. I hope to grow financially. And I hope to find love in whatever form that may be. And I ended up getting a Keds campaign. And I ended up meeting Boomer, which, well, I didn't meet him. I knew him in college, but we ended up dating who's love of my life and I after that I it took me a while to believe but once I got that letter back and I saw where I was three months later I was like holy shit I am where I wanted to be do you feel that I know that we talked that you don't really fully remember your letter which is different we were both at different spirituality points but is there any point in your life that you have felt that you have hoped for things and they have actually manifested maybe and not in that letter but for me in that letter was a perfect representation and reminded me exactly of where I needed to be and right there and then but has there ever been a moment that you have hoped or wished for something wished for something and looked back two months later and been like it fucking finally happened oh my god all the time I when I was all into manifestation I mean when I really started learning about it I had a list that I kept on my mirror every day in the bathroom all of the things had come true travel the world like work remote all these things come true and now I've manifested the freedom I've manifested my freedom and my location independence and the the online business that I'm building so last on my list is financial freedom so that's still <laughs> in the works but that's last I think, on the I list think, I think everyone's <laughs> last on the list is financial freedom <laughs> so with that being said I would love for you to give us a rundown of what your three months in Southeast Asia was like and we'll get we'll talk about the fun stuff after but like the part that was mindful, spiritual, those three months, where you went, what you did. Tell us about it. Sure. So basically, I had... Oh, also, did you go through any program? Yes. So I did. I So I signed up for... So right when I landed back from Bali, um, I Googled how to build an online business and monetize immediately. <laughs> because everyone you talk to says it takes time. You take time. I'm like, I don't have time. I just have right now. And I need to be free. 100%. And we're New Yorkers. That's like how we think. We're like, we need it now. New Yorker living in LA. It's an interesting dynamic. It's It's a really tough one. People don't know what to do with me. I don't know what to do with you. So I found this, um, this boot camp. It's called Institute of Code. 
and it's a 10-day um, course that you live in this insane villa with an in-house chef and you're with these mentors that are very experienced. Like, it's this couple actually, Tina May and Emil, and he's a famous photographer and she's just built this empire. And together they just do all the social media collaboration and it was really, really a magical experience. So that was for 10 days, but that was mid-November. But I literally, the second that I decided I was going on this, three months of travel came together in three hours. That's crazy. And yeah, so my friend had an extra bedroom in her villa that I stayed in. And then my friend invited me to come to the, this lantern festival in Chiang Mai. And then, you know, my other friends were going to Thailand for this, this uh, music festival. And then my, I was always planning to meet my friends in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So it just came together. But I had a lot of pressure on myself to monetize, have my life figured out. So every day, like even the first day I got there, I had a panic attack. I was like pressure, pressure, pressure. I need to figure this out. I just quit my job. I have no income. What am I doing? Is this like, and I cannot go back with nothing and go back to, you know, like there's, that's not an option. No, you need to come back. With yeah. so, you need to prove yeah. to yourself and to yeah. others, honestly, yeah. that you did this for a bigger reason. Yeah. So it was just a lot of pressure and a lot of stress every day. And I honestly, and it was, it was nice doing the course because I felt like I was actually like, being true full to my intention, even though the entire learning experience, even the beginning was all, let's call it content for, you know, my the final product right, that I'm right, looking right. to build. But there was one point at the end of the course, I was like, I actually cried mid course because I was like, I don't know if I had it figured out. I don't know what if I know how to hone in on all my skills and build what I want to build. And I was just putting a lot of pressure on myself. It was very stressful. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't sleep well. Like it was, it was tough. Like my days were amazing, but it was always that thing in the back of my head. So I know we spoke a lot every day and you were a little fountain of new knowledge and optimism. It's on, that's truly amazing that you were able to shift that energy into such a great vibe and positive direction. With that being said, do you feel that you're now that you're back in the United States, do you feel that you're shifting your energy even more and more and more now that you've taken those tools and you can hone in on those tools and you know exactly what you want and what you want to look for? 100%. I am a different person than I was two weeks ago. I'm a different person from that. Every destination I was, I took with me lessons and people and experiences and exponential growth. And it just really left a lot of faith to me in the universe and I come back here and it's just like wow like perspective has totally just expanded and it really just helps to show me like the magic and miracles that really do exist on this earth and you really don't have to settle Mm -hmm. for a life that does not serve you and for something that is not in alignment with you especially after seeing so many people going out in Asia going to Southeast Asia and people who are executing on their dreams so that brings me to myself because I feel like a lot of people think that when I moved to Hawaii that was like crazy of me to just like drop working in entertainment and just leave and just do my own thing and to be honest I didn't care about what anyone else thought I literally gave zero shits because I was like who are you um but people thought it was totally woo woo totally weird of me and I will say I'm not really friends with some of those people anymore do you feel that you going away and this new wealth of knowledge changed some of your friendships a little bit or your relationships? Because you must view things a little bit differently, even when it comes to material things, anything. Like, once you've been somewhere for longer than a month and you live that life, it's natural that. So do you feel that any of your relationships shifted a little bit? 
it's hard to tell right now because I just got home, but like there's definitely some certain certain conversations that I cannot even be a part of or yeah. entertain. And I just am so not on that wavelength anymore. I have seen the world, not to say that I like seen the world, but I've seen the world just in a, such a different perspective. And some of the things that people complain about or talk about or gossip about, I just don't have any room for it in, in, my, in my life. Totally. And I don't want to talk about those, but I do want to know certain topics that you're like, I just can't do it anymore. Like, I just don't want to hear it anymore because I'm sure many people feel the exact same way. I don't want to talk about what people are wearing or judging people's lives from their Instagram posts. Like, you don't know what people's intentions are. You don't know, like, anything that's going on behind the scenes. Don't judge a book from just what you're seeing because your perspective is not the only perspective. Let people be and let people live. As long as people are being happy, then who cares? And respectful. And, and not fine. harming anyone. Absolutely. Let Ahimsa. them live their life. Ahimsa, non-judgment. There she goes. There yeah. she goes, people. My little Jew. That's a Sanskrit word. That's not a Jewish word. Oh. But, that's, but I love you. I love you to death that you're Jewish. So that's really, really funny. <laughs> so since you were gone for three months, upon coming back, what was the craziest thing that you felt that you were like, what? I was so used to this. How am I like, how do I... For instance, let's pretend water. You're like, holy shit, I can drink fresh water from a fountain. Yeah. Or like, what was like truly, or like seeing people, what was the most like shocking thing? Because even when I came back from Hawaii, which is only two months, which is way more Americanized than Southeast Asia, which is America. Um, it was like, I swear, I was like, shoes are weird. Like, like sweaters are weird. Like everything was just like, not saying mahalo was, was weird. Yeah. Like, on, like, honestly, it felt weird. So I'm just curious. On when you returned, what was the weirdest thing about returning back to a place that is your home? Well, let's talk about my, my six-hour layover in the Delta Sky Club. In the business Delta Sky Club in Atlanta, when I take off my shoes and I'm sprawling out on the couch. And the, you should have the, seen Lindsay. She lives in Atlanta. Oh, well, I didn't have time. <laughs> I was busy drinking Negroni martinis <laughs> in the Sky Club. Amazing. Um, yeah, let's talk about that six hours there. Yeah. And so I, this woman's like, excuse me, this is a business lounge. I'm like, I'm sorry, I just got back from Southeast Asia. I don't remember. So I was wearing no shoes. I'm not used to not wearing ba uh, bathing suits and kimonos. <laughs> and yeah, so... It, and, then, and then I'm hearing people speaking in English in like American accents. And I'm like, where am I? It's like, it's your, your norm. It's just crazy to see how your norm is so... There is no norm. The norm yeah. is whatever you create. Mm -hmm. Like people like like the norm in Vietnam was people riding around with 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 puppies on the bottom of their scooter and infants in the front of their scooters. Like there is no norm, right? And that's the craziest thing. It's like the norm is whatever you want. Totally. And what is your new norm, Ben? My new norm is to go with the flow and don't judge people and just live your life, be happy with good intention and just be chill in like a way that you're just not judging people and hating people. Why are people so quick to judge people? Why can't we just give more love and share more love and be happy and support people and collaborate and connect? I love that. That's leading me right next to the next thing. What was the toughest part about returning to this new chapter of your life? That is... Because I know that that's still something you're working on. That's yeah. still something. But what has it been like so far knowing that that's, you have a, you're not on vacation anymore. You do have to have a game plan and... Pressure is back. Yeah. Pressure, it's a real thing and it's back. So what is the, the, next, the next challenge or the next thing you're facing or the next thing that now that the three months are over? It's really hard to explain 
to my family especially. They're, like literally I sat down to dinner with my little brother and last night at the entertainment my dad said to me, they both said to me, so what was the real reason for you going out there? What were you doing out there? I'm like, do you not understand? I try showing them pictures, they don't really get it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, my mom, my, they, my family's super supportive. Do not get me wrong. A hundred percent. I know that. Yeah. Mind you, she brought that, not her, her parents got, where is it from? Walls. Walls, Walls Bakery. They got me Walls Bakery because I'm converting to Judaism. Philly Fluff and Babka. Literally, boomer, you better be stoked. Um, no, they're obviously very supportive parents. But no, it's hard for people to understand. And even like, my, like I'm partnering with this, com this company, but my dad's like, I'm going to make commission. My dad's like, so you're not getting a salary? I'm like, that would defeat the whole purpose of me working for myself. Right. And, and even still, my mom's like, oh, you should go into real estate. You should go into this. You'd be really good at this. I'm like, mom. And she goes, no, you should be a human concierge. I'm like, mom, that's what I'm building. Like, they just don't get it. Like, people just don't understand, especially with the East Coast mentality. Yeah. And I don't blame them, but... It's just, it's just so hard explaining my vision to some people, especially, and it's hard when it's my family that I'm trying to explain it to it. Listen, when I left and decided to screw everything and go to Hawaii, my mom was like, what? Yeah. Like, why can't you do that here? And I was like, cause I need to, there's something in me that yeah. really needs to yeah. be fulfilled that like, it's, it's not just a travel bug. It's yeah. like, there's something I need to live in just a bikini for a month and I need to just do nine hours of yoga every single day for seven days of the week and I need to be alone and like alone is in learning to travel from Lanai to wherever it might be alone yeah like fully alone like we went abroad and that was amazing but abroad was much time together oh yeah we were very together so I needed to be alone and I needed to not live with my best friends yeah. and I needed to I, I'm, I can make a friend anywhere, but I needed right. to go back to that place of community of finding that again. Totally. And there's nothing like that experience of picking up and moving somewhere foreign, especially alone. That it's just like, how much growth did you feel in that short period of time? Anytime someone asks me, like, should I leave my job? Should I do it? I'm like, go for it. Because what's going to happen is so much better than where you are now. Yeah. Every single time someone asks me, like, should I take that leap? Should I do it? So many of my friends have left their jobs. And listen, now my mom fully understands. My mom now, three years later, is like, whatever you did, you did it right, and you did it smart, and she doesn't understand, but that's because they come from a different era of time where, like, self-care wasn't a thing. Like, yeah. like, that wasn't something, and I didn't specifically go for self-care, but there was obviously a part of my mind and well-being that wasn't right, and yeah. it didn't feel good, and I couldn't be a good worker, a good girlfriend, or a good friend to anyone if I wasn't good to me. Totally. And I'm sure you you probably felt that way too. You were probably exhausted and didn't like you do search for answers yeah. and you do look for guidance. Right, right, right. Totally, it's so good for you, especially if people are feeling stuck. That leaves me to my next one. So, what's your advice to anyone feeling the way you were then, maybe stuck or uninspired or just honestly bored? Because I, I find boredom to be the number one th within my own clientele and of the younger generation that I talk to. They're just bored. Like, yeah. just bored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would you say for someone feeling really uninspired or maybe they were thinking for three months, I don't want to do this. The last guy I interviewed was like, it took me three months to finally leave. Yeah. So what would you say to someone who's like, I'm super uninspired. I want to take that leap of faith. Like, what would you, what would you advise them? And it's funny because I have a lot of people reaching out to me who are in that position. Amazing. And, they should be reaching out. And yeah, and I'm happy to help. And so um, I would say, first of all, Get clear, like, 
what do you really want in life? Mm-hmm. What do you want? Do you picture your life going into an office every day that you don't really love your job or the environment? Is that really how you want to paint the picture for your life? Or do you like, why don't you f- figure out what makes you happy? What are your strengths in life? Where can you really succeed and give back to people? Then you really need to start believing in yourself, believing in the possibilities and that there are no limitations on whatever you want Mm -hmm. because you have these desires for a reason that your whatever your soul desires is a is a craving from the soul of the universe Mm -hmm. and that's this universe is infinite with infinite possibilities so you should not limit your mind to that and as and then just start taking little baby steps say you want to go get another job maybe google some new jobs or if you want to build your online business or if you want to move somewhere doesn't have to be a whole leap but take little baby steps to get you putting one foot in front of the other because then then you're working, you're co-creating with the universe. Mm-hmm. You have that mindset, you have the, the, the intentional action, and then you have the universe. So then it, it all, all the stars will align mm-hmm. and you will be somewhere better than you are right now. But you have to believe in yourself and you have to know that you are worthy and that you deserve more. And, you know, I fully agree with you on yeah. that. I am the biggest proponent of believing in myself always, no matter what. Um, with that being said, though, I do have to ask you, do you ever feel um, that... First, I need to ask, are there any people that you find super inspiring that you're like... For instance, I love Gary Vee. The last Chris Roth who I interviewed loves Gary Vee, Tony Robbins. Yeah. Like, those are people who I find super, super inspiring. Yeah. And I kind of think that's where it begins is seeing people who inspire you and seeing where they went or like their stories. Is there anyone's story that was super inspiring that you were like, that motivated me? Um, I mean, there's just like, I mean, I'm like such like a scatter person. Like I listen to a lot of little different things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, I listen to like Angie Lee. Her story is kind of cool. Like mm-hmm. where she like started off with a blog and now she's like created this amazing empire mm-hmm. and she's like a self-made millionaire. Um... And then, like, I'm just, like, some of my friends who are, like, coaches, like, I'm listening to my friend Jamie Michelle, her podcast right now, and she's, she, she helps train athletes with their mindset, but she's Amazing. all into spirituality, and she's crushing it, and she has a really good um, uh, podcast called, um, I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, it's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to yeah. it. But anyway, so, I don't know, just, like, I listen to a lot of things. And you just see a lot of people who are feeling stuck in their life and then they create a whole another empire from it. And it's just like these people come from nothing and then they just they create it. They just do it. Yeah, so it's totally possible. Yeah. And is there anything that you feel that was like so valuable that you wanna take and share to everyone? I wanna tell everybody that you really need to get get like out of your mind, get out of your perspective. And get out of your hometown or get out of... <laughs> get so out. true, though. You really got to get... Honestly, that's the truest thing that's ever been said. You got to get out of your hometown. You literally... <laughs> it's so true. So many people are literally afraid to leave their, like, vicinity that they grew up in. And yeah. it's like, you got to get out. I mean, you know the cookie-cutter life in Long Island is you go to college, you move back, you move to the city, and then you move to Long Island. Right. Totally. I am just not here for that. Right. And maybe one day you will be, but today yeah. is not that day. And every oh, and another thing is it's like I, I'm not here for that, but maybe other people are. Totally. And that's okay for yeah, them. Exactly. Everybody has their own perspective and their own mindset. So like even when people ask me, What's your favorite city? First of all, I don't have a favorite I I'm learning to not really I mean, I do have a favorite city. It's 
it's Chengdu. Um, <laughs> but it's like each place in the world has its own thing to offer. Mm. And that's how you could look at things for, from a grand perspective. Like when I used to shit on New York City. Totally. Like New York has its own thing to offer. Uh-huh. Doesn't mean that I love to live the here. The hustle in New York is unlike yeah. anywhere else. Yeah. That is for sure. Like there is, again, there's something bad to say about every place yeah. and something great to say about every place. Yeah. And like, it's, and like I'm not going to go and shit on New York because maybe some other people will flourish in New York. A thousand percent. Yeah. And I love that you say yeah. that. I love that you say that because so many people talk shit on things that other people love and it's like have you ever have you ever heard yuck my yum yeah okay jesse Callner, if you hear this that's totally who i got it from but it's like yucking someone's yum like yeah. if someone loves something don't just say you hate it like right it, like why would you do that right and that's something that also is part of your self-awareness that i'm sure you've gained yeah. that you're like i'm not gonna say i don't like hot dogs when i know the girl next to me loves hot right. dogs right. like it's just a weird thing that you know, when we were 22, maybe we did because we were brats. But right. now that we're older, we have to appreciate things that we don't even like. Right. And that's also part of, like, growing up that I'm sure being away in Southeast Asia made you appreciate other people's passions and things. And things that maybe you weren't so fond of. Right. And it's like, who's to say that you're the master of all the opinions? Like, you know, it's of like course. everybody has their own opinion and everybody's entitled to that. 100%. Yeah. Are there any, like, um, like books or blogs or people that you follow or anything you recommend to anyone who's kind of in your position? Um, I would recommend the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> what about books? Like I'm a big, I love Brene Brown, like, um, um, the secret, like I love the secret and super attractor. You is amazing by Gabby Bernstein and the universe has You're your a big back. Gabby fan, right? Yeah, I yeah. am a big, she spoke to me when I was going through a really tough time. The universe has your back. That story that I told you through the yep, airport. Yeah. The universe has your back. The universe has your back. Um, and Deepak Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, Amara, thank you so much for all that information. I'm so glad that you are first of all here in my apartment on my couch. I just want to say that like you went through your shit storm. You came out so fucking strong. We're probably going to leave here and get an espresso martini. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to know that you are where you're meant to be Always. fully entirely. Like mm-hmm. even the entire time you're away, just talking to you and knowing that I could feel, I could feel even though you were miles and miles and miles away, I could feel like the freeness in your own self And I just want to let you know, like, I'm so proud of you as someone who went to school with you and went abroad with you and, you know, lived a life after college with you and has seen these different sides of you. It's been amazing to see in this last year how much you've really taken in those tools from four years ago and, like, are like, you know what, I'm applying the shit out of them today. And that's not an easy thing to do. A lot of people look at, a lot of people look at the work that I do and they're like, that girl's fucking weird and I'm okay with that right I'm very very okay with that because the life that I live is a really really good one yeah and I hope you know that what you're doing for your own self whether people understand it or not Mm -hmm. is just so telling of the part you're a risk taker you're willing to go the mile to see if things are going to get better and if they get worse the best thing about you is your optimism is so high that nothing can go low yeah it's can only go up from here and just from a personal perspective, I'm just really, really proud of you because it takes a lot. Again, to just travel alone is one thing. To be alone for three full months and make new friends. And again, we're not 20 years old traveling with our college friends and their friends and their friends. We're traveling fully alone. Yeah. In air, like, and yeah, this could yeah. sound ridiculous or not, but like 
it is hard. Yeah. And like even I love traveling with my significant other, but there is something that's calming about having a second right. hand oh by you. God, yeah. So I'm really, really proud of you. And I know how much you love being social. So I can only imagine that there were some really tough times of, of silence and lonesomeness that you were like, I've got to work through it. And mm-hmm. I see you today and like even when you walked in, it's just like un like a new vibe of a of a Mara that I'm just like so ready for the world to hear and to take on and to see what you do next because I know that it's going to be multifaceted. I know that it's not going to be singular at all whatsoever. And again, I'm just super proud of you and I'm so happy that you're back in America. I know that you want to be back in Southeast Asia, but I'm excited to see what you have coming up next. And is there anything like you want to tell anyone of what your ideas maybe that you want to start putting out there before we close up? Yeah, for sure. So it's funny because it really all came together for me like at the very end of my trip. Like I finished that course and I had a panic attack because I was like, I don't really know. I don't really know. And it wasn't until the end of the trip that I really, it all came together for me because what I'm really good at is connecting people and networking and being super resourceful, like Mm -hmm. a human concierge. But I was like, but how do I hone in on these strengths and so what I'm creating now which I'm going to be launching soon is my website and with my blog called Mm Amarifest with Manifest Mm -hmm. and I'm basically going to have you know like I'm going to have a bunch of my friends write guest blogs about things that they're really good at I'm going to write a bunch of my experiences tips tricks and then it's going to be on travel and manifestation it's going to have some funny pictures Um, (laughs) and then um, I'm also going to be starting a podcast. Amazing. You're, you're my inspiration. <laughs> been dying to start a podcast for so long now and I've just been nervous, but this is good. Well, you're going to be amazing at it because you could talk forever and that's the type of people who should be on a podcast. <laughs> you can talk forever. So and I think that's amazing. Anything yeah. else that you're looking, are you going to go back to LA after this? Like what's the next like move step? Um, I am. So I'm actually flying to Belize in a week. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready for you to be like, I actually have an interview set up, and I was going to be like, fascinating. Oh, wait, one other thing is I'm partnering with this company called Lux Vitality, which is actually really cool, where they are like a hotel concierge, where like they have all these hotels like off the beaten track, and I could, their their job description was like, work from anywhere in the world, like work, it, it literally was created for me, and yeah. I'm just a, an independent contractor amazing. for them. So that, and he's like, leverage us to build your own brand. Amazing. This guy's amazing. I, I love him. Um, but yeah, so I can work from anywhere in the world. So I'm flying to Belize. I'm sailing around with my friends in Belize. And then that you met in, um, Southeast Asia mm-hmm. or like other, like friends. These me. are my friends who they have this company called the bucket lust mm-hmm. and we, they do sailing yacht trips around the world. Amazing. So I'm doing Belize. Then I have to fly to Miami for a bachelorette and then it's my birthday. Um, so, and then I'm going back to LA, back to New York for a weekend, back to LA, Tahoe, New York, Puerto Rico, so, and then back to so, Bali and Tahiti. That's, that's amazing. I wish I had that life right yeah. now. So where is your residence? Oh, I'm getting... you're a citizen of the world. So I sublet my apartment <laughs> until, um, basically until I go back. So my, my, I get my apartment back in California. Okay, Home base. Home base. So you'll have, you can like yeah. actually like lay yeah. out your stuff. I'm sure yeah. you've been like literally living. I mean, even you came over with like a huge stuff. I was like... So this is how you must just travel around. That's why I was like, you're a nomad. Where yeah. are you living? Alex invites me over for, for a podcast in Shabbat. I come and I'm like, stay, I'm staying the weekend. Literally, she comes with like a huge duffel, a big coat, like d- d- dessert for later. I'm like, what's up, Amar? 
Um, I was like, you don't know I'm moving in? Literally. <laughs> You're amazing. Well, I love you so, so much. And I'm so excited for AmeriFest. And I'm so excited for everything you have coming on. And I hope that you interview me for your vlog uh, for sure. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what you have coming up next. And I absolutely think we should take a Tulum trip back, girls only. And manifest in our own way the way that we wanted to before and honestly Amar coming from one of my very very good friends who wasn't always spiritual like I am it's really fucking dope to see that like people can like evolve yeah you know because I think a lot of people I think a lot of people look at me and think like again she's so woo woo she's so this like I write in my journal every day people think that's that's weird I I'll never think those things are weird I'll never feel that judgment but when I see that someone else is capable of seeing what I see and not seeing it for being weird or strange or lame I'm like I see like faith in humanity because like those those are the things that keep me sane and if like no one else can respect or understand that that goes with your journey if people are gonna judge it and not respect or understand it or just judge it and be like what the fuck is a married doing just traveling like you weren't yeah. you were right. every day you were gaining knowledge and yeah. anyone can make their judgment that's the best thing is that you don't care anymore right. like exactly. that's and that's the way that i feel i don't care what anyone thinks because what i put out in the universe and we were just talking about this i'm so proud of what i put out there i'm so proud of the human i have become and i hope that in your moment of finding out who you are and where you fit into this world, you're really fucking proud. Thank you, babe. I love you. You're the best. You're a great inspiration, and I'm so grateful for you. I love you. We love need you, some baby. holla. Let's get some holla, baby. <laughs> holla, holla. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom. <laughs>